Hi, I'm Casey Fabling, and welcome to the Fabling Built Podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like who is Fabling Built? And what can I expect for a great customer experience? We also wanted to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fabling Built experience from the perspective of the customer, our employee, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fabling Built is, check out our website at fablingbuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang out with us. Let's get started. Fabling Built family, welcome to another episode of the Fabling Built podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fabling. Casey, what's happening, man? How you I'm, doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. Good to be here. Good to be here. We're almost 20. We're almost 20. Except I got the I got blue on. You got the blue on, I got the white on. Your, yeah. Yours are the more comfortable ones. I like those ones. Really? So okay. these are softer. Yeah, they're softer. But those, yeah. I, I like the ones with the white. Yeah. The white they F. do look clean. Yeah. They do look clean. And so. a, lot, a lot of people don't have them. They're like, hey, can I get one of those? Uh-uh. <laughs> like, no, that was limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we are uh, we are continuing our series on what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I, I mentioned briefly, a friend of mine has a... Uh, is uh, expecting their first, and I remembered back when we were having babies, mm-hmm. we had that book, What to Expect When You're Expecting, and it was very helpful, and now everybody just goes to TikTok or Instagram for that kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> but, uh, so we're going to go over the what to expect when you're expecting a home renovation, and today we're talking about your kitchen. Kitchens. Very important. Very important. Why? Why is this so important uh, to you? Be, I was going to ask you. No, nope. I'm real, asking you. So... I did a little research, and it turns out that the kitchen is the most used room in your entire house. Go figure. I, Do you agree with that? I think I don't. I don't think I had to research that. I think yeah, the <laughs> same thing. So honestly, look when I when I researched, I thought it was going to be bathroom. I don't know, but nope. it makes sense that it's a kitchen. Well, yeah, we were just talking last week how Leah used it for the office. Uh, you know, so like yeah. it's constant. Well, that's the dining used. room. Oh, it's the but dining room. It's like right beside the kitchen. It's an eat-in kitchen. Okay, eat in kitchen because mm-hmm. it's like it's an opening you can walk right in there. Okay, there you go. All right, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it's not technically the kitchen. It's like the it, but if she was at like the bar, that would be the kitchen. Okay, well, and it's see, it's the most used, but it's also used by the most people, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody uses the kitchen every day, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going down getting your coffee, or you're you're cooking a meal, or you're just standing there. The kitchen's already been cleaned. Your friends are there, and you're like, "Why are we sitting in the kitchen?" Yeah, why? My butt's numb because these chairs the are not kitchen. that comfortable. Why are we not sitting in the living room? It's like everybody just loves the kitchen. Yeah, it's the space. So, you you would imagine that when we tear someone's kitchen apart, it's a big deal. Yeah, I can imagine it's a big deal. Once you rip someone's kitchen out, your buddies. Yeah, your right. Friends after you that, gotta be pretty close. <laughs> you gotta be friends after that. This is an important room to me. It is. It <laughs> is. And so, being the most important room in the house, there's a time where the house has no kitchen. When we renovate a house, yeah. When we renovate the kitchen, there is a space of time where there is none. Oh, I just thought of something else too. Go for it. It's like, because if it's a bathroom, you maybe have another bathroom, but yep. nine times out of ten, you do not have another kitchen. That's right. It's the only kitchen you got. That's right. Yep, and that's because that's the, and, and we've done bathrooms where there's only one bathroom in the house, mm-hmm. and it's you've got a plan. Like, yeah. you've got to have a plan. Like, okay, well, we're staying in someone else's house, whatever, but if, you, if you've if got, like, a family, if you've got, man, there's only so many meals you can 
you can set up on a, on a stack of two by fours. Yeah. yeah. You know, like there's, uh, although see when I was a kid, so I say stack, when I was a kid, I remember the paper plates and the microwave, mm-hmm. uh, there was a crock pot and we like, we literally ate dinner on top of a stack of lumber in the other room, uh, for a while. Um, I was talking to a friend of ours last week and she was talking about her renovation. She did her, uh, she did her kitchen last year and Adrian was just talking like, you know, asking her like, okay, tell me about your experience as, as a mom going through that. She's like, mm-hmm. well, I washed all my dishes in my tub mm-hmm. and, uh, I had the air fryer. I had the crock pot. I had like, she said I had it going on in the other room. So, but, but it was like, it was like a very organized setup. Yeah. But she was very happy. Yeah. When she was able to move back into her kitchen, right? I can imagine. Yeah. So having having the plan and having what to expect, it's so important because you lose that access, mm-hmm. you lose your kitchen, and then there's something that that some people find really surprising when we tear out somebody's kitchen, uh, and this is really, you know, there's a lot of places you can demo in the house, you can demolish that. It's kind of over part of the house. Mm-hmm. But when we rip out a kitchen, it's a central room in the house more often than not. And it is one of the biggest challenges we have is containing the dust. Oh, yeah. You know, so, we, you know, we, we'd say we're going to set up protections and we, you know, but it's, I mean, if you've seen it on our Instagram, we take photos of it from time to time. We set up like a, we set up plastic walls. We isolate the room as much as possible. And it's, I mean, it's we want to make sure that that dust isn't, isn't going all over the place. Yeah. And um, another thing to consider, like if, if you're doing your kitchen, you might not be doing the entire kitchen Yep. and you might be keeping the cabinets and what do you have in your cabinets? Dishes. Dishes. Mm-hmm. And you, so of course you have doors on your cabinet, but the dust is going to get in there. Right. So even if you, if you're, that's another consideration. If you're ripping out the kitchen, but you're keeping cabinets, you got to plan to do something with your dishes, right. whether you cover them, Right, take them out, put them in another room. We've done a few things. Uh, sometimes we put plastic, drape plastic over the cabinets, but it's like, I mean, dust is a, is a thing to consider, and it's something to be mindful of. The fact that there will be a mess, that, mm-hmm. and you know, again, we're tearing out the kitchen, putting back. <laughs> it's a messy process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun though. One of the, it's it's definitely one of the more fun projects uh, because it's such a huge transformation. I was about to say that, and it's. They're one of the, the, the more eye-catching transformations as oh, well because yeah. the stuff that you can put in the kitchen. Love seeing a before and after on the kitchen. Absolutely. Everybody loves that. So, you know, if you listen to the first uh, episode on, on this uh, series, we talked about the additions. Kitchens have a similar process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're just going to walk through it briefly. You know, that when, when you first reach out to Failing Built and we're talking about the kitchen renovation, we're we're – right away we're covering the same things you know talk about the scope what what do you want to include a lot of times a kitchen renovation includes maybe moving things around opening up a wall doing some changes you know uh sometimes a, sometimes a kitchen renovation includes an addition because we're we're t- uh, oh, yeah, pushing point. out maybe the kitchen's too small and we want to build an addition a lot of times kitchens more often than not kitchens are related to other parts of the house the kitchen often translates over to renovating a lot of the first floor right mm-hmm. it's not just changing tops and, and cabinets mm-hmm. a, a lot of times it's, it's more than that mm-hmm. so making sure that we have a good plan a good drawing a good you know what is what are we going to do here and so a lot of, a lot of people go through our design build process and they 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 start with a, a design proposal and and 
start building it out first. That's where a lot. That's the way a lot of our kitchens go. Yeah, design, yeah, design package. Yep. However, we do. We definitely do have times where people say, "Okay, I know exactly what I want," and we're able to move more quickly. So it's you know, it, that beginning process is really a matter of like how clear you are on the plan that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, again, mo- uh, most of the time, kitchen includes a permit. Whether we're doing a bearing wall, we're dealing with gas. Um, you know, if we're pulling and putting back a lot of things where they are, we don't always require a permit to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, we, we, it's very important to stay above board. It's very important to do things the right way. It's very important to follow the right process because, you know, I, I've been that contractor where I'm like, eh, we don't really need them, you know? Yeah. And Dude, there was there was a time during COVID when the city was shut down and all that, and and they were they were beating us up on a couple things. I'm like, do you know how many people are out there doing additions without permits right now? <laughs> like, you're beating me up over over some some this, and like I'm the one who's actually coming to you yeah, saying we're trying this to is, do the right thing. We're trying to do the right thing and follow the process. So. Yeah. We made some friends during COVID with the county and the cities. We really did. It, it did. It, it went well. So, you know, permitting, that is something that, that we need to make sure that we have a clear plan and we're communicating well with the county and the city, uh, the engineer, making sure that we're getting all the right pieces together. Yeah. Another thing I, I want to mention before we move on, uh, selections. Yes. Selections are extremely – well, they're, they're important in any type of project you're doing, but they they mean a lot more – or people have more of an emotional attachment to the selections that they choose with their kitchen. Yep. 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 Selections are really important in the kitchen. And it's so it, a lot of times that process starts during the design build process Mm -hmm. during the very beginning, you know? Um, so we'll, we'll actually connect them, uh, connect homeowners with the, the vendors and start that process of, of meeting and looking at and getting those, bringing those things together. Even if, the proposal is signed with allowances. Mm-hmm. We'll have that in mind because we want to make sure that we're, and, and and here's part of that reason. Sometimes we open up a wall and we find something we weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes once we start the demolition or, 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 you know, we're not going to show up to your house with a saw and start cutting sheetrock when we're designing the thing. We, we want to Make sure that we know that we're moving forward. Make yeah. sure that everything's signed up. Once we've got the project started, that's when we'll confirm a lot of things. Yeah. So there is a pretty good space between sign the you know start the conversation and start the demolition, where we're doing selections, we're verifying, we're meeting with different people. So it's it's a lot of work going on before we actually get get started. Yeah. And it, if you've watched a few of our episodes before, you've you're familiar with the terminology selections, but selections are just items that you actually get to make a choice that you want, like tile or maybe a countertop, mm-hmm. different cabinet. Those are selections. Right. Just wanted to clarify. Yep. And, you know, with cabinets, for example, there's the cabinet layout. Mm-hmm. There's the cabinet color, mm-hmm. cabinet style. Pulls. Pulls. Where do we want drawers? Where do we want doors? Where do we want open shelves, glass front? There's so many options. And that's why we work with great local vendors who help guide people through that. We, we, we work with vendors that, to the best that we can, have a, a good short lead time, mm-hmm. um, install great product, 
and gr- have great service because inevitably in almost every project there's a challenge right there's there's um something might show up uh incorrect or uh, there's there's damage that happens or there's something that happens right and it's it it's just it's part of the process so working with a good team that f- that helps guides us through that process and brings us solutions that's really important mm-hmm. so once we've got the permit and the plans and the selections that's when we mobilize mobilization is is once we're we're getting on site we're getting the dumpster on site we're getting the portable toilet on site we're we're setting up plastic um you know sometimes demo happens that first day sometimes it happens at the you know uh, sometime after that we're starting to mobilize materials on site mobilization is is where we say okay we're now we're that's the first step Yep. You know, it's the first step doesn't happen when the hammer swings. It, it, the first step happens, uh, what we call mobilization. I'm glad you said that because that's 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 a, a pretty it's a, it's a pretty distinct point in time of when we're going to actually begin work. Yep. But I'm I'm glad you set that clarification. The work begins when we're leaving the shop. You know, mm-hmm. when we're when we're loading up materials and we're having materials being delivered. Yeah, and sometimes mobilization means that. Uh, we're maybe we're bringing some subs early to uh, to just double check things mm-hmm. or, or make sure that we're, we've got all the pieces together or, you know, there, there are certain things that might ha- that we might do because it's your home that we're, you know, we're in. We want to make sure that we're honoring your space. Um, but also remember and also remember that every renovation is different. And so we're we're making sure that we have the right plan and that we execute it well, because once. Once that hammer swings, I just want to remind you, you don't have a kitchen anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to do everything we can to shorten that time of I don't have a kitchen in my house to as uh, to as short as possible. So, yeah. All right. So mobilization. Once the demo is done, once the trade, you know, so we do rough ins, which is where we, you know, set up the plumbing where it needs to go, the electrical where it needs mm-hmm. to go, the gas, the, the HVAC ducts, all of that goes. And then we start the install process. Mm-hmm. That's where we start building it back together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where, you know, really it starts, you start to visualize it. And kitchens, uh, again, you start getting to that point where you're like, okay, cabins are in, countertops are in, backsplashes in. Can I use it yet? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, counters are there, but you still, you don't want to go in there yet. Right. And no. so it's, it's really that balance of, of there's a, <laughs> there's a pretty strong pressure at the end of a kitchen project where it's like, okay, they I cannot wait so to bad. get it. Right. <laughs> um, and so taking those steps and following those steps and then finally do that final clean. Yeah. After the finish is installed and you get to clean. Yep. We've got we've done the punch out list. We we've, we've walked through. We've answered a lot of the questions, and we've get that final clean. And that's when, that's when we can. Now you can use your heavy kitchen. kitchen. Yep. <laughs> um, going back to that dust thing, you know, that's something that we want to make sure that we keep it as clean <laughs> as possible. I I can't tell you though renovations. I'm just laughing. I'm, you said dust. I thought of an old dust story you told me. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm bad. Go ahead. Let's just say that I've learned lessons <laughs> at other people's. Um, they've taught. They've uh, they've communicated well with me, and I, I heard them. Um, but uh, I'll tell that story. Hold on a second. Let me do this first. All but right, uh, right. but there, dust flies around and takes a while to settle down. And so that's you know that's something that y- you may find. Um, we just did a kitchen where we've we wrapped up, and a couple days later we got a text and say, "Hey, there's there's some more dust. Can you send the cleaners again?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, well. I mean that's there's gonna be a little bit of dust. There's for gonna sure. continue for sure. Um, 
And another thing about kitchens is your house is going to settle. Your cabinets aren't going to line up perfectly. Kitchens, we always go back, pretty much always go back three, six, nine, between three and nine months later and adjust the cabinets. Mm -hmm. Caulk where the crown hits the ceiling because little cracks form because your house is settling. The cabinets settle. Things shift a little. Mm -hmm. And so there's a shifting process that happens. Um, A lot of times right where the countertops meet the backsplash, that tile, we have to come back and re-caulk that joint. So things like that are are little things that that we expect and we we communicate that expectation. So Timon's going to uh thank you for reminding me. <laughs> this was a long time ago. I had, I did uh, not this was not failing built. I was working for another guy and uh we weren't thinking. Let's let's just say that. We weren't thinking. Right. We had just finished the project. Uh like literally. We had just we we this was the the last thing we were doing. We were setting the floor we had set the floor in the kitchen. It was a tile floor and we were putting the, we were done. I'm telling you, this was the last punch list item mm-hmm. on the job. So <laughs> we had just set the f- tile floor, uh, and we were putting the floor register in and, um, and it didn't fit the, the, you know, the, 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 um, the guard, the grill that goes over the floor register, it wouldn't sit, sit down on the tile because mm. the tile had like a notch that was pushing into it. Mm-hmm. So we just need to trim back the tile a little bit. So no problem. Let's go grab the uh, the grinder. Yeah, We'll grind it back. No big deal. Work. No big deal. We, we were in hurry up and get out mode. She was in hurry up and get out mode. We'd been there for a minute. We'd taken away her kitchen. We'd gotten to know our kids pretty well. Like it was, you know, yeah. we, we, were, we were bonded. Yeah. So we were just hurrying up. So we grabbed the grinder, set the, cut the grinder on. I, I can hear the sound. I was, I wasn't the one holding the grinder and it wasn't my idea, but I definitely didn't do anything to stop this. I, I'm across the room and I hear that sound of the grinder going on and I had gotten the grinder. I'm not saying I didn't have a participation. In this. Yeah. I just, I was cleaning up and just carrying some last minute tools out. The grinder hits the tile, and the entire room, it's a kitchen, eat-in, family room, like it's a big room. The entire room instantly fills with white dust. Oh, that hurt. I looked over at her face and her eyes and her look, and we finished, and and he was just grinding, and he, he, he puts the floor register, and he's like, it fits. Oh, man. Oh, what we do? He didn't even notice. He didn't notice right away, and so like he looks up, and and sh- we, sh- she was not happy. Oh my god! Like literally, we're we're walking around the room with shop vacs trying to suck up some of the dust out of the air. It was bad. It was bad. She uh she just said, "I'm gonna go in the other room." She walked out. <laughs> it took us like three hours to clean it up. It was bad. Oh, my we wiped god. everything down in that room. Oh, it was bad. So. Yeah. We, That's we, funny. You knew exactly what story I was talking about. Too. Of course, I knew a story you were talking <laughs> about, Timon. That that was a painful story. Oh mm. man, I should not have done that. That was that was that was a stupid head moment. Yeah. So, but what to expect when you're uh, doing a kitchen renovation? Hopefully, you're not expecting uh, to fill your room with dust. Well, we learned that lesson. We learned that. Well, it lesson. wasn't us, but you learned it. I learned that lesson. Yep. Um, the, these are the big picture steps, right? There's a lot of individual For kitchen sure. renovations that have a lot of pieces, yeah. a lot of things that we need to, um, but these are the high level, what to expect with a kitchen renovation. Sweet. Do we miss anything? 
No, I think we're pretty good. You want anything else you want to add? Mm, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're recording sure. this on uh, Monday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we had a nice Thanksgiving breakfast. We did. Thank fun. you for that, man. That was great. Dude, I love doing that. We love doing that every every year. We we start off the morning with a, a Monday morning meeting. We do that at a, a, a Cracker Barrel, just quarter mile that way. We just mm-hmm. love it. So it's a good time. Yeah. Awesome. Well, if any of you guys have a kitchen renovation coming up, let us know, um, I guess, how how it was getting your selections or I guess what else could we ask? What are some questions we can ask about that? Well, I, so we've gone over the, the high level, but like I said, I know there are specific questions about kitchen renovation that, that I didn't answer. Um, yeah. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of information about out there about kitchen renovations. That's great. There's also a lot of information out there about kitchen renovations. It's not so great. And it's a, it's a process of communicating what's the right fit for your home. What's the right fit for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that, that everybody understands step-by-step step what we're doing and what to expect. Because there's, there's a lot of times where I've seen where, where focus is either on too much on function or too much on form. Like, uh, you know, someone comes in and here's another story. So, we did a, we were about to do a kitchen renovation. This is three years ago, I think two, three years ago. And the clients had about a, about $150,000 budget to do their mm-hmm. kitchen and, and it was a renovation. And so, I mean, when, when I say 150,000, a lot of people think, Oh, that's a pretty big, you know, it's a pretty big budget, but what they wanted to do. And it was an old house in the city. It was not doable. Like, it was going to be a challenge. It was going to be a tight budget for what they want to accomplish. However, it was accomplishable because of some of the partners we brought in and um, primarily the biggest expense on this one, which the biggest expense with a lot of kitchens is the cabinets. Mm -hmm. And so we had a, a very reasonable cabinet budget and I I had a vendor that already come by, measured it out, draw it up. And and they were, they were happy with it, but the designer didn't love it the color of the cabinets and the designer had the idea that it had to be custom cabinets. And so the custom cabinet person that they had that, that she just recommended was like, you have to use this person. They had a nine month backlog and the cabinet budget alone was like $60,000. Suddenly we were, I mean, we were, I was working with a budget of, $32,000 $32,000 for cabinets and countertops. And now the, the, I mean, it just, it completely destroyed the budget and then the countertops weren't good enough. So we had to have, and so like, I understand that these are the things you use every day. Um, there's, but some of the challenges that we bring together to, to try and we, we want to honor budget, obviously. For sure. We want to honor utility. We want to honor how are you using the space the difference between a full custom, uh, you know, cabinets. Yeah. Sometimes it's, that's the right choice. I completely agree hundred percent, but having full custom cabinets versus cabinets that were built in the 1980s that are falling apart and semi custom cabinets. Like to me, the, the, it wasn't, um, it was unfortunate that, that we couldn't do the project Yeah, because the project still hasn't been done and they're still working with, you know, 30 year old cabinets that are oh, falling man. apart. And so there, there was a lot of, and candidly, this was before expenses and things went up. Oh, it was, <clears throat> cabinets, 
Everything's gone Excuse up. Excuse me. So it, more. It, it, yeah, that that project now would be substantially. Uh, it would just it would cost a lot more. I'm not going to do the math on how much it would, but but that was the time, and so unfortunately, it it was lost. You know, unfortunately, they lost out on the opportunity to update their home in a way that that made sense because. The, the the focus was too much on specifically what cabinets we put in. And so we've had that conversation with a lot of homeowners. We've helped a lot of homeowners make that transition. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sometimes it, sometimes we can do it. And sometimes it's just like holding on to the form of something. It just, it just kills the whole deal. Yeah. So anyway, ca- kitchens are very emotional. They're, they're very connected. Uh, and, um, if you don't know that, then you, I don't know what you do. Like you just hang on your room all day if you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks. Well to said, you. Casey. Yep. Well, look, if you guys have only checked out the podcast on YouTube, be sure to head over to Spotify and Apple Apple Podcasts to listen to the audio version. It's a totally different experience. And if you've only heard it, head over to YouTube. We have a video version that comes out. Is we do three a week. Mm-hmm. Check us out on video. We're there. <laughs> we're there. We want to be answering your questions. So what to expect? We're, we're going to continue the series with a couple more after this. So well, well said. See you on the next one. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. I'm T. Mon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fabling. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Peace. This has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Stay up to date with all things Failing Built by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode.